1: What's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Oh well, we
2: got, we got started
3: the diner game real quick, right? Look, man, Steph shot one for 86 from three today and it does not faze me one bit. Not one bit. I'll tell you what, Sam. When at halftime the snow started coming down in Lambo, I-, I thought to myself, this is football. I'm from the Bay Area, you're from the Bay Area, we're both San Francisco guys, West Coast guys. And that to me felt like damn, that's like classic old school toughest nails just the toughest dudes in the world and it's perfect for the Niners is it not like when that happened it felt like something changed in the game because that's perfect for the San Francisco 49ers
1: they threw up uh you know by the way NFL just superior product to we the should NBA start there. We in terms there. of just the way they present it I love you and I are both basketball guys so like it, this isn't a disrespect to the sport of basketball just about the way it's presented Oh. Quote thrown on the table from uh Campbell on Green Bay, all pro linebacker. goes, when you can't feel your fingers and your toes, that's when you find out who loves football. Got me hyped up. And that incredible. was just like the perfect way to describe what type of game that was. That was it. Bro, that Debo Samuels, I'm pretty sure got frostbite <laughs> at some point in that game. Like, when he got knocked on the floor, I'm like, no, he's just frozen. I don't think he actually got hurt. I just think he he's, like, literally got ice in his uh. throat at this point. And that was one of the more special sporting events I've yep. watched a team play because it was like, it's yep. not pretty. Yep. We all know Aaron Rodgers is the best player on the field, on both sides of the field. um, But it was about who was going to be tougher and tough their way through it. and. Yep. I, I don't know, man. I've I've watched a lot of football. That was a very special game. It, it really. I, I don't think there's not been a better win
3: in Kyle Shanahan's history as a Niners coach. I think that was his signature win thus far. Even if they lose, you know, next weekend when the Niners play the Rams, I think that's a signature win going in against Aaron Rodgers, the MVP. They're the better team. Uh, they've been the better team. They're the one seed. They're probably the best team in the entire NFL. Though the Bills and Chiefs look pretty good tonight, but they go in there. And they just pretty much, I don't even know if they bullied them, Sam. It, they Because Green Bay toughed them up too. So it was. Yeah, it they're, was not, they're not like a they, soft team. Yeah, they are not soft. I mean, that 2019 team felt a little like they were soft. I mean, the Rams might be soft. But that, that was just one of those games where it shows you that unlike basketball, I, I think football is just more of a team sport. And I think that's what makes it so cool is that they had the quarterback that was just Awful Jimmy G, and it didn't matter because their line was good, their D line was special. Debo Samuel was the best player on the field, right? You gotta agree that I mean, that guy was incredible. And I, I mean, think like that's I might argue Nick Boso is better, but like that's <laughs> <the point>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nick and Nick and Fred Warner and, and Debo, right?
1: Like those three guys Aaron are Armstead. just superstars, yeah. Special, special performance. I mean, if we want to make this about basketball which we should because it's a hoops podcast it's just that type of performance reminded me of like 2019 warriors
3: yes yes lose kd yes, yes
1: go into a hostile environment like that's what you love about sports yes i don't care if you're a niners fan or you're not you know like, it, it's that sort of thing where it's just like you watch sports for those specific moments yes. and that was That was one of the coolest games I've seen in a long, long time in A-sport.
3: Especially a team that struggled the entire season. I think what makes it cool is that they said that that team was – that win was better than the one that they had against Green Bay. I think you make a great point with the the Houston one in 2019. All wins are great. All championships are great. Sometimes they feel a little bit different. And I think the Warriors, when they beat Houston with Steph, zero points in the first half, 33 in the second half. And they come back on that team, and, and Steph hits that against PJ Tucker. Those are the best wins. Those are ones that make you feel like you're you're going to be part of something special, or it's just a special game. Like we'll never forget Steph dropping 33 and pretty much ending the Houston Rockets. I mean, the Houston Rockets are now dancing in
1: the on PJ Tucker. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That was yeah. it for them. sending PJ to Milwaukee. Hey, shout out, <laughs> get your ring, bro.
3: Yeah, they did. Um,
1: and now he's in Miami. Man, like another one, but you know.
3: Shout out, shout out to J- J- James Harden and Chris Paul, who still haven't won anything since. Right. Like that's, that, that's how special that performance was. And I think the Niners, I don't know, man, like this team, you've watched every game. You're a Niners fan now, you know, like this, this has been one of those seasons where it's, it's hard to watch, but the NFL, you start here. And I—I I, want to bring this up. The NFL had probably the best weekend we've ever seen in my life, in my, in my entire life. And, uh, I feel like what do they do differently than the NBA that makes it makes
1: every game, every one of the, these games feel so gargantuan, right? It's first, just feel so large. I know most people don't like Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> and I get it. And <laughs> I'm not here to tell you to like him. You know what Aaron Rodgers didn't do after that game? Go to the podium with a cast and say it's bigger than football. I'm blessed to be with my family. You know? You know what Josh Allen didn't do? At by the way, <laughs> my God, that was that's brutal because like he legitimately is like I didn't get to the ball again. You know, like that that sucks, man. He was just as good as Mahomes tonight. He Trey was. Is gonna he's going to be him. Phenom- by the he's way. phenomenal. You know, um, you know what he didn't do? He didn't throw on social media that he didn't have enough help. He didn't have Sham's Charania leaking that he needs. Uh, a better defense to get it done. Those sort of things don't happen in the NFL. And do you think Aaron Rodgers or Josh Allen are not privately telling people that how pissed off they're like, I played well enough to win the game. Now something else has to happen. Like everyone thinks that that's human nature. Andy, you've played in sporting events. You play in a game where you've lost and you've thought like, man, if we just had a better If he didn't turn the ball over that much, we can win that game. That's human nature. But they don't lose sight of the fact it's a team game. They let the pundits talk about it. They don't they let you and I talk about it. They don't have their star player up there trying to run a crafted narrative about how the game doesn't matter.
3: I I God, I didn't even think about that. And that is 100% the reason why it feels so different and so large. It's it's. we hear Joe Buck talk about the game. I don't have to hear Chris Haynes talk about a trade request coming through um, or something like that, although a will we'll say. Stefan
1: Diggs unhappy about the touches Wants a trade. You know.
3: <laughs> like, I, I think we watch these games, and it is 100% about the games. And I think that that's what it is. Every game tonight felt large, and every one of these games felt like we weren't really talking about these guys' legacy. It was, Hey, how cool is Josh Allen right now? Like how, how amazing is he? So look, man, the football, I think they have an inherent advantage because football itself is just one game and football is just a sport. That's just incredible. Um, but there is something about this weekend that made me think Shit, football is just different. It, it is just, it is just different. And, and so entertaining in the Niners. Uh, they might be the toughest team in the NFC, Sam. They might be the toughest
1: team in the NFC. About to win a, win the Super Bowl with a quarterback throwing 97 yards a game. Oh, Amazing. Trent Dilfer, let's go. Brad Johnson, <laughs> awesome. let's go. So we're recording this after the Jazz game. And you know what? You know what one of my favorite things about the Warriors is? If there is a team who carries themselves like an NFL team, it's the Warriors. Steph Curry has been. What did he shoot tonight, buddy? Oh, Oh, don't you don't want to know? One for thirteen, I believe, from three. I guarantee (laughs) you, from the time we record this podcast and leak, we or post, we will not have a leak that Steph Curry wants uh, more help. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not going to get one of those type of leaks. I I, I don't know. They are no. He doesn't complain about injury. If he's banged up, he won't say he's hurt. They're thirty-four and thirteen. They're playing some ugly basketball and they're winning on defense and just general team play. And so I can't be that mad about it. But like, man, it's it's some rough watch right now.
3: It's been that way for a few weeks now. Um, we have friend of the show, Seth Parnell, coming on later to talk about it in depth. But um, it, it's tough and it feels like something that I don't know what they can do to change it. The, these shots that Steph are, is taking is not like over two people step back fadeaway threes these are pretty open if he just hits his open shot sam he's probably shooting 40 plus percent from three this season um the team is good enough and and he's been he's been well he's been moving well enough to get to make these shots and he's just not making them so again they win tonight their defense is special um if steph plays a normal steph game tonight they win this by 10 plus points right yeah Yeah. it's just i just it's there are good things there are bad things but i think that what's overshadowing this last month or so is the steph shooting performance doesn't it feel that way even though they've done some cool things like jordan Poole played well tonight it just doesn't matter it feels like it doesn't matter because
1: steph is struggling it does it, it's it's beyond a slump and you know yeah. what let's get to seth let's talk about this with seth light years podcast
3: brought to you by hello fresh With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. I'm getting mine this week, Sam. I got fat over the holidays, gained like 20 pounds. So I'm trying to eat healthy, right? I'm trying to not spend as much money at the grocery store and I'm trying to make eating and cooking fun and affordable. That's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients straight to your door, including farm fresh produce. That arrives within a week, so you get convenience without skipping on quality. You can, like I said, skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you the wait in long lines and ensuring you don't waste money on excess food. HelloFresh also cuts back on time spent in the kitchen. If you are like me, I hate cooking so this is going to make my life a lot easier you can spend it on your other new year's resolutions with meals ready in about 30 minutes or less plus quick and easy meals including 20 minute recipes and low prep easy cleanup options provide an even faster route to putting food on the table go to hellofresh.com light years 16 light years 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts Go to holofresh.com slash lightyears16. Again, that's lightyears16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Go to holofresh.com slash lightyears16. Again, that's lightyears16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
4: you won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And coming back, we have from The Athletic, friend of the show, Seth Partneau. Seth, how you doing, buddy?
2: Doing okay, doing okay. I uh, I am uh, watched a lot of football today.
1: <laughs> there we go. Before we move forward, let's. Uh, so we're gonna do a live show with you Monday night. On was it Colin? So Colin, tell people yeah. how they can get on there. Fuck yes.
2: Uh, so Colin, it's an uh, app. It's currently only on iOS, but you can also listen in on the on the uh, the the website, the desktop version um and it, it is you know i think everyone is is at this point familiar with with some of these uh, app based pods it's it's pretty slick uh, you can go to my show it's called Colin shots uh I, the, you guys will be my 11th episode that i've done so far um but the first Top the first 12 th-
1: episodes yes
2: first first three man weave so there we go we got to go from there uh and I'm it's shooting a three even yeah. if it's open yeah, that's, that's right so. that's right um and i think we're going at uh, seven pacific tomorrow is that right
1: that is correct. We will yeah. be on seven Pacific Monday. Uh, if you're listening to this Monday morning, check us out, Andy it's, with the Andy with the perfect segue, my man, with the uh, the three. Uh, speaking of never making three pointers, oh fuck off!
3: Can't. Oh my god! I mean, this is look. We Seth Sam and I we spent all season in a pretty good mood with the Warriors. We bumpy couple weeks here, but one constant for the past 2 months it seems is that Steph Curry is shooting like a normal human being from three pointer and we can't stand it. Our Warriors fans don't know what to do with themselves. You cover the league. What is going on?
2: Uh I mean at this point, you know, there was a there's a period last year where he had kind of a rough patch and that right. that and that ended uh, abruptly with that uh, what did he have against the the Blazers that that he put did he oh 62? Yeah, 60 yeah, he put 60 yeah. and we put the yeah, 60 some on them, and that was like, well, guess the slump's over. <laughs> um kind of seems like right now, uh I think it's sort of started like right when the three-point record chase got in sight.
1: Yeah, that, yes.
2: that that he kind of um for whatever reason wore down a little. Um, and, and just watching him play, there's not He seems a little, you know, in the soccer uh, vernacular, he'd say he looks leggy out there at times.
3: Hmm, Never Um, heard that one.
2: And yeah, I mean, I think that it's, it's, he was so good to start the season and they were so reliant on him. And then that kind of snowballed to, well, Steph will figure it out. And so you watched some of like their late game stuff, you know, like the first Phoenix game and stuff like that. And it was, and it was, um, Oh, Steph will figure it out. Jordan Poole, I don't have to make a play. I'm mean, just get it to Steph and Draymond, they'll figure it out. And so that sort of a snowballed kind of the greater load on him at those higher leverage situations. And then he maybe, you know, couldn't maintain the absurdity. And on top of that, this like huge work rate, and he's 6'3", and teams are leaning on him, which, you know, has always a little bit been the book on him, uh, on, how to, on how to defend him is like be physical with him if you can catch him. Um, And like, he can't keep play at that, at that load for an entire season. I mean, I think that's,
1: I'm going to push, I'm going to push back at you just because um, Well, it's it's a podcast. We must have a conversation.
2: (laughs) uh, (laughs)
1: What I was going to say is, okay, so you watched uh, the jazz game tonight. And um, so we're recording Sunday night. He's basically wide open shots, you know, like my whole thing is, and the numbers bear this out too um and obviously like public data like wide open like it it's an imperfect measure of how open he is it just means the defender is not of certain distance to him but it doesn't like give you context of how much he was bumped and everything leading up to that moment and all that it's sort of stuff it's pretty
2: good though it's pretty good
1: yeah it, my yeah. whole thing is i'm watching him he doesn't look less athletic than what i saw last year he doesn't seem to have an issue creating separation He's just missing, but it's, and, and we've seen this with Seth in the past. He'll go through spells because he's human where he like can't hit shots, but this is kind of like a 30 game spell. Not like this. This is, I don't count count
3: this as a slump.
1: This this is is, different. This is like Seth is hundred percent. Right. Pretty much since he was approaching the record, which was essentially the end of November, 10 years ago, December. Yeah, it, it really does feel like 10 years ago. But what we're talking about is um, six, seven weeks, almost 30 NBA games uh-huh. of where he sh- he's been kind of a 37% shooter instead of, you know, what he's been for a decade He's plus, turned into Dame Lillard. Like, it's embarrassing, <laughs> honestly. Like, what – I don't uh, – Embarrassing I, I, strong, but, like, you know, it's <laughs> – No, I know, I know. If, if he's going to shoot at that well, – We can talk about this later, Seth, but it's like uh, the Warriors are kind of built on the idea that he is – not a 36-37% right. right?
2: Yeah, well, no, I'm just I'm 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 while we're talking, I'm poking around at NBA.com. And on what on shots that I would normally like basically classify as uncontested over the last 15 games, he's shooting 30 percent on uncontested threes. And, so and I it think,
3: feels like 20. So yeah,
2: and I and and you know that's for most players, that's not unusual to have stretches like this um part of it is is he, he he because of the difficulty of shots that he takes he doesn't take that many open shots you know he's he's you know over 15 games it's been uh, about 40 42 shots i think there or thereabouts so it's not a ton of attempts over over a couple of weeks um but still he's a guy who's who's for his career been in the high 40s uh not quite as accurate as his brother on wide open threes mm-hmm. um It's like, uh, how how does
1: he, how does he even show up to family functions? Like his whole, his whole thing is being the best shooter in the family. Well,
2: well, I mean, at this point,
1: he's the third or fourth best.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's the the fact that he can get shots up at, at, at volume and is just so ridiculous generally on more contested shots. And he hasn't been like awful on contested shots in the last, in that period. It's a little bit down, but not like egregious, like in normal player range. Not like staff range, but it is, but you that dropping a little bit and, you know, instead of shooting 45%, shooting 30% on the open ones uh, can put you in a pretty bad slump for a while. I I wonder, you make one point. Can I I just, so the thing that that makes me think that there's a little bit of a fatigue issue is is some of the other stuff like the rim finishing, which is also kind of taking a little bit of a hit recently. So that's the kind of like, that makes me think that it's just there's something just a little bit off kind of globally.
3: That's where I was. I was going to okay. I was going to agree there because I was going to say it's fatigue or or look, he's going to be 34 in Washa. a couple months.
0: <laughs> no, no, like
3: not wash. Right. But it's like he's going to be 34 and you just can't see. I disagree with Seth, with Seth where it's like I, I felt like the, the the book was always to 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 push him around. And I always thought that was untrue because he always had a a counter. But I think he's getting to the point where he's just older, man. I mean, even he's just he's going to be 34 and you just can't at some point. You're just not going to be amazing. 82 times in a season. Well, also, it's it's not just
2: it's not just he has a counter. It's just up until the last two years. Basically, the team has also had a counter. And that's where, you know, like Draymond being out and, yeah. and, and pool kind of, especially times later in games being overly deferential and, and mm-hmm. Clay still working his way back in. Like, that's the part where I think it's like the extra miles where, you know, okay, you need a possession for where, where some, someone needs to make a play because, you know, they're bumping Steph and you need to get your fourth option. Okay. The ball ends up in Sean Livingston's hands and, you know, he, he can do something with it. You know, and they just they, they like the difference of going from that to looney or or jta or something like that um is is sort of a little bit where I think that's coming in um,
1: so so last year, I mean, he played with probably the same amount of offensive talent last year as he did this year, yep, and none of this was an issue. you think it's like just taking it back well, this is just it, kind it of was. like certain.
2: Until the,
1: until that, that, that Blazers game. Sure. But that Blazers game was early in the season. Yeah. And, and, and overall he shot it. I mean, he kind of went up and down. He was like yeah. at 38% for the first 25 or so games of the season. And then I think he we went. were having similar conversations. Yeah, And then he went, and games. then he went. Steph Curry scorched earth, and the last 25 games of the season, he shot the ball. Like, I don't know. Andy and I were ready to say they were going to win the title. Yeah. Um, just that's had to get like Ubre off the team. We were okay. That's how good he was. But it's um
3: if it, uh, it, look if this is is if this is Steph Curry declining because he's missing wide open shots, holy hell <laughs> then then I don't then I don't get it. Like if you give me an explanation that maybe he's hurt or he's fatigued, I will understand that maybe part of it is that he bulked up a lot this season. I know people will say that because he because like you said Seth he has to get through a season. Because teams are leading on him. Maybe that's why, maybe that's changed the way he is. But a lot of that doesn't make sense to me because he's played like this for so damn long. He he knows that shot he knows. That's, tried, he knows that's, what, I was, that's so what I was trying. That's what I was trying to
1: go. He carried this load last year and he hit all those shots at um in obscene Steph Curry clip. And so I'm trying to understand why this year, when they're winning games at a you know, would do they have? The second best record in the NBA, third best, something like that. Um, why it would be the year that it starts falling off.
2: I mean, I think I, I I don't think it's it's I wouldn't want to go so far as to say that's like the only thing that's happened. I think that's sure. it's sort of a combination of of that. And it's sort of one of those things like, you know, guys go guys go through stretches and he's gone through a stretch like Clay is. Uh, was it was it 1819 the year he, the year he got hurt, which Clay was yes. shooting like low 30s for the first half of the season. It's like, oh, man, he's done. And then like the second half of the year, he, was high 40s again. So like and then the playoffs you know,
1: shooting 50% told D- yeah, hit him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so this is so it's it's you know the the uh, getting to the long run can take a long time especially with three point shooting. And you know he's been good enough to largely be immune from like really bottoming out um but you know you, you, you give a guy enough enough time and you're going to go through some bad stretches and then you maybe add on a little bit of of both physical and and you know this isn't my you know it's not my home base to talk about this stuff but like like the mental fatigue of the record chase like i think you know those those last couple games before like he was he was getting shots up you know and it's always it's always hard to tell with him if his shot selection goes a little too far but it did kind of feel like he was because
1: there's no there's no uh comparable right
2: right but it does kind of feel like it's it's sort of he's always kind of on that knife edge of mm, too far rail it back a bit and it seemed like he almost leaned and the whole team leaned fully into that for a couple of weeks and yeah. and so i just so, you know that's easy to say when the shot doesn't go in right but i think it's like it's a little bit of that a little bit of this a little bit of 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 you know maybe a natural kind of uh you know emotional letdown from beating the record and um and then just you know missing some shots i, I will so, i will say a lot of that i mean you, you, maybe it's just everything too i mean that
3: and then there's rotations are funky now um his his he's hunting threes he's, this season To the a ball it's, it's the ball it's, it's the, the ball. ball i forgot about that it's the <laughs> ball right you know it's it's <laughs> that's my fa- that's my favorite theory because uh, so. he's such a well every shooter's a field. I didn't know player. they changed the ball by the way. I had no idea until, like halfway through the season. I had no um,
1: idea. Um sorry, Sam. I just didn't know. Yeah, no, no. It's 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 funny. I wouldn't have known it until Steph complained about it. I'm like, "Well, there you go. That's, That's the reason. Shooting. That's why he's not shooting 80% from the field." Yeah. Exactly. Um <laughs> I want to ask uh Seth about this. So he brought he brought this up. Um I feel like overall this Warriors team compared to last year's team um they play smarter. They play, let's just say, more analytically inclined. They went from a team that took a lot of mid range jumpers uh, relative to the good teams during the Steve Kerr era to, I wanna say, their 29th in mid range attempts. Um, they're generally playing like a Mori brand of basketball, granted, completely different way to get those shots. But like, this is a team that's trying to ch- take a bunch of tr- threes and get a bunch of layups, right? Uh, Which every team should make the end goal of their offense anyway, right? Like if you want to win, should be the end goal of your offense to try to generate as many of those as possible. Do you think first, twofold, your overall thoughts on how the Warriors evolved on that and then secondary, actually, no, let's start on the Steph thing to bring us back into the conversation. Do you think that is affecting Steph's shot selection where he's like, uh, instead of just kind of, playing in a flow, he's hunting a 3 because that's been something that warrior fans and people have been kind of commenting on like there's a lot of stuff trying to get 18 to 19 threes up a game instead of you know, in the past it was kind of like why doesn't he take more threes? He's shooting 45% from the three point range.
2: So, I actually think those things are related. I think the sort of what you're calling the the more the extreme worry ball shot right. selection right is um I think, in some ways, especially compared to some of like the the championship warriors teams, um, that's actually a reflection of kind of the decline in, in in talent on the team. I mean, you know, when you when you have a team where you have like KD, you're going to end up taking a lot of mid range shots because it's every shot's a good shot for him. Um, and uh, but but those kind of those mid rangers uh, do tend to be the province of the the top players. Um, now you're getting, you know, obviously you're getting like Andrew Wiggins off of like, you know, step back 19 footers is always good. But if, if you go from,
1: you know, having, you <laughs> and know, by having, and by that, you mean not taking them.
2: Yeah. 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 No, but, but you go from having like Steph shooting pull up sometimes and, and Clay shooting some off curls and, and Katie shooting, whatever he wanted, you're going to take fewer mid range shots. So, but when you have a more limited team, like you don't want Gary Payton operating you want him shooting from the corner and and cutting and and scoring on the on the fast break so that leaves a lot of like unused possessions kind of from the the other players that would that in the past were taken up by clay and kd and and kind of the younger version of iggy and draymond when he was less reluctant to shoot um and those are falling to steph now and the Place Steph creates his shots are like pull up threes, so that's kind of where the extra shots are coming. And yeah, they could be for a lot of star players. Those would end up being like you know the Chris Paul elbow jumper. It's just for Steph, like the the created shot, the created jumper is just a three because that's kind of how he can get to his shots. um So it's not so much Steph is trying to get up twenty threes a game. It's it's like well. Okay. He's going to get 12 out of the flow and then we have 20 possessions he's on the floor where we don't really we don't really get anything going and 8 of those he's going to end up taking the three whereas again for another star like two of those would be threes, two of them would be post ups and four right, from right. the mid-range.
1: So this actually ties into my overall theory on this team which is they're trying to stretch Steph's offense yes. to play more defense. Um there I don't know there's another player in the NBA who could make a lineup with Gary Payton the second, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and Kayvon Looney work. Like that's a disgusting offensive yeah. combination, unless unless your goal is Andrew Wiggins pull up 18 footers, right? So <laughs> and and I think maybe, you know, in my mind I'd always been like impervious to the idea that Steph could ever shoot below 40% from three, right? But it's like at a certain point, you can stretch a lineup to a point where it's like, well, I am, he might shoot 38.5%, but like, look at what you're gaining on the other end from this lineup, right? Yeah.
2: No, um, I, I mean, I think there are other, like the other players that could make that lineup passable offensively are Kevin Durant and like, you're going to hate me for this, but like, Rockets, James Harden. And <laughs> yeah, I
3: mean, that's true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and, and you're, you're kind of, you're, you're, I mean, you're almost to some degree and you're going to hate me for this too. To some degree, you're kind of illustrating some of what you guys were always saying were the drawbacks of those, of those rockets teams. I agree.
1: I agree. Oh, I, I, I'm i not I, saying, I'm not saying I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, I think
3: Sam and I have been, I, I, there's a balance I think. Yeah. And I think Steph's thing is he's always very open to doing what, coach, like Rockets Harden, and KD, and LeBron aren't going to do anything that they don't want to do. <laughs> they're they're, they're going to do whatever the hell they want to do. And and I think Steph's thing is he's going to do what he believes the coaches think is best for him. And, and I think that I, I don't know if this is the style that he wants to play, actually. I'm not sure. I think he's doing it because he's going because he, he's a team player. He's, he's pretty much the only professional athlete left in the NBA that's mostly a team player. Most guys just are superstars um and and i think that's the difference i i know we know he's unhappy about the sub patterns right and i think the style that he's doing the three hunting i don't know if that's what he likes i don't know if that's what he likes to do but again that's probably better for the team but but i think that might mentally put him in a in a zone where he's now kind of just (laughs) i
2: i I, I like how we
3: just went back to the same
2: thing no it's 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 i mean no it's it's being that much of a focal point is, is hard. Like it's, it's wearying and to have to do it for, you know, th- uh, 35, 36 minutes a night, every night to have a, you know, mid to high thirties usage. Like, you know, it, there, there are a lot of nights he can do that. And for kind of some of his, his best years, it, it was helpful that he only had to do it for like 26 minutes because he could sit fourth quarters. And so Having to do it for that night in night out for those, those, the the entire stretch, it's just asking a lot. And I think that they, you know, I think that they probably thought that clay would have come back a little bit earlier. And so it was going to be more of a temporary thing and maybe thought that they were going to, I mean, pool's been pretty good but maybe be him be a little more assertive. I mean, his, his usage is the same right. as it was last year. No, I agree with you. Um, I agree with you. So just like, I think if, if they were having more slack being picked up elsewhere and, you know, maybe, maybe some of the, like they, they got, I don't think I have a problem with, with the, like some of their, their fringe pickups this season. I like picking up Porter jr. I like picking up Ilitsa. Um, I think that, um, if the, for the best version of this team, the, the championship level version of this team, which is with kind of an all-star or all-star Jace Clay, then like those are the kind of guys you need to plug in. It's just kind of for the regular season, they maybe don't have as much, they're not the kind of innings eaters you would want.
3: Right. To, to, Ooh,
2: to, I like that one.
3: And I mean, that's, Sam, actually, you bring that up all the time. I like and, that one.
1: And so I want to I tie into it. I, I feel like the fundamental issue with this team, and issue is the wrong word, they have the second best record in the West. A lot of teams would love to have this issue. Thirty four right. and thirteen, not bad. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, I mean, yeah, they want a disgusting game against the Jazz tonight. Um, we're not talking about that. really bad. <laughs> we're not. We're and like, not, and, and like, about. every problem the Warriors are going through, the Jazz are going through worse, right? Like, they're they're not exactly going through the best right. spell either. Well,
2: so, the, I mean, the Warriors don't have. I mean, you know, are there any really? There's not really any like chemistry stuff going on with the Warriors right now, is there? No, I mean, there the, there's, other... there's, there's frustration maybe, but not like, but that's like normal. It's too, it's too. you are going to really concern troll just... about clay. Sam. No, is. it's watch, too early to say that,
1: for... but there's like a, um you know, they're Wiggins and pool have asserted themselves. They look a, a lot better level, without clay and they that. don't know how to play when yes. you insert a high usage guy next to them. Yes. But like, that's, they that's played, reps. played five games. Exactly. Yeah, reps. It's yes. not a, it's not yeah. a concern for me yet. But, but I want to take this back, um, Andy, if you don't mind. Yeah. I feel like the the issue, the Warriors, and again, issue, wrong word, is they were counting on James Wiseman to come back in November and be an innings eater and see what they have. Like, life is a lot easier if Wiseman comes back in November, Clay comes back at Christmas, and you kind of have an idea of what your team is on, what are we, January 23rd, right? And then you can approach the all-star break and the trade deadline with this idea of if you want to swing the big trade, if you want to just kind of make a marginal move or the more likely scenario, which is like wait for the buyout market and add like whatever X you want to add. And right now it's like, no one knows when Wisen is coming back. And the way they speak about it should make everyone skeptical because it's super... Look, they just can't shut the fuck up about everything. And then when it comes to James Wiseman, they're like the most Fort Knox team on earth, right? So like all that stuff makes you think like, I don't know what's going on. And now they're in this situation where they're objectively capable of winning a title with the right moves. They're in that mix, but they have these like balls in the air where you can't make a move.
2: I mean, couldn't you? I mean, we, we've talked about this a ton offline. Um the three, the three of us, like I've, I've been pestering you about their, like, like, what are we doing here? Like you have, you have a team that's good enough to win a title and you're going to get nothing from Wiseman this year, like nothing at a championship level. Like, I think you have to like, that's realistically, like he was, he was bad last year and there's reasons for that. Um, And he's hurt to start this year and expecting like that sort of situation to turn into a guy who's going to give you positive Contributions second round plus the playoffs. Like, okay, you can hope for that, but what are we talking about here? Um, so you're, you're, uh, you know, as promising as Kaminga has been, and he's been pretty good in stretches, like, um, rookies are bad and rookies are very bad in the playoffs, usually. And you have a limited window with Steph, you know, Draymond, like clay is probably older than his you know just based on the the injuries is like older than his biological age in basketball terms at this point with after you know two major injuries um so what are we doing you like like you know the uh the the having cake and eat it too of like we're gonna we're all in for this year but we're also building for the future is bullshit years yeah it's it's (laughs) it's 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 bullshit you can't do it you can't be focused on win now and development at the same time well
3: i i I, well they're gonna focus on win now um but win, but their win now is is not going to be trading those guys to win now right their win now is going to be we're going to win now with the guys that we have and frankly i because the thing with Wiseman is i don't care he's out he's not gonna play i I don't i don't care the cominga thing is they're not even developing him right because they're developing him but he's not playing minutes he was supposed to start now he's not starting Again, I don't really care because I think when it comes down to it, he's not going to play either. So it's like they'll win now. They'll just win now with the guys that they have that are good right now, though.
1: Support for the Light Years podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code lightyears20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's 8 million balls. The Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped has arrived and oh man, it's a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find the Lawn Mower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawn Mower 4.0 the trimmer is the future of grooming and dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, the Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight you need for more precise shave. Because the trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes a Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. The Weed Whacker is waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tucks and does delicate nose hair their Crop preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say fellas, your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0. Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Pack bring you comfort and boxers to the next level. It's time to take care of yourself and go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code LIGHTYEARS20. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LIGHTYEARS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping to manscaped.com with the promo code LIGHTYEARS20. Unlock your confidence. Always use the right code and the job at manscaped.com. LIGHTYEARS20.
3: Uh, and, and I think that's maybe where you're alluding to. They need another guy. And I, I think that's where I think we want to kind of finish this conversation off is I want to get your thoughts on is this team right now? Cause Seth, we know they're not making a move, so we don't have to even go down the road yeah. of, of is Pascal Siakam going to be on this team? It's not happening.
1: Yeah. It's unlike, it's unlikely the Homer, the, uh, you know, Wiseman, Kuminga and, Whatever for like you know Giannis. Or, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but even I'm
3: right. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think that this team has constructed? Let's let's say actually, and you know what, the hypotheticals. You can you can think of maybe Dre doesn't come back, but I'm assuming Dre and Clay get healthy at some point, and Draymond's gonna be back to how yeah. good he was, and Clay's gonna be fine. He's not gonna be an all star, but like, is that team good enough to win a championship um, this season?
2: Yeah, but it's not like the, I wouldn't put them in the top three most likely. Like, like i think i think that i think that the the Suns would be a the healthy the sons would be a right, yeah, yeah be, it would be a substantial that. favorite. Uh, oh I'm,
3: I'm, a substantial you know. favorite in the west oh yeah a
2: substantial favorite in the west over
3: yeah i was i,
1: I was I gonna i was gonna I beat, was, I agree with you the bucks are gonna beat them yeah i was gonna say the bucks are no, the and favorite then I,
2: and that's and that's and i wasn't even gonna get there then and then like you know they're just gonna get like not not i wouldn't say they're going to get but i think that they have they him. have nothing for Giannis. Absolutely the, nothing. The, the or Warriors. they've got to go. Fun, on the,
1: yeah. fun fact. I did not realize Giannis and Draymond have literally not played against each other in like four years, three years. It's That's true. I'm not I'm not saying Draymond's, you know, gonna lock Giannis up or anything, but it was like I don't know. I feel like to appropriately I, hold on
3: substantial favorite is not just not true in a, in a healthy I, say subs-
2: when I said substantial I'm talking like you know 60 40 something like that I'm not talking like 80 20 oh if that okay I
1: thought
3: well yeah I wouldn't I call six. That.
1: I wouldn't call 60 substantial but Vegas would so I get what you're yeah. saying yeah. <laughs> um, let, let, let's well, say hold that. on
3: I want to hear the reasons though
1: hold on I want to hear the reasons
2: Um, they have five guys they can put on the court that know how to play together and how have shown their ability to uh, compete and perform at, at the, you know, in the playoff in the uh, 16 game environment, shall we say?
1: Yeah. Against um, Luke Kennard and Reggie Jackson.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think that um, the thing I would be most worried about for for that matchup from the Warriors is the DeAndre Ayton you saw in that first game. Like he he,
1: uh, it was funny. You think, you think a wear down effect would happen where it's like if the because I, I think the Warriors can check DeAndre Ayton, but
2: but you get the version of DeAndre Ayton where he's willing to put guys in the basket. Like if you get flippy shot, DeAndre Ayton.
1: Okay, for, yeah, for, but we're, but we're
2: not. I'm not yeah. worried
3: about DeAndre. Aiden. Like, well, but a- no,
2: but you get, but so if you get, if you get the DeAndre Aiden that was, that, that was in the so you, playoffs you think last there's a very,
1: you think there's a massive variance in his effort level, is what you got?
2: No, it's not even an effort level thing. It's just sort of his willingness to like go th- play, go through contact. In it, God, and he really
3: and, is like James Wiseman, huh? Yeah. So his,
2: <laughs> no, but like the, the future. The vers- the version of him that like was, was in the playoffs last year up until sure. game three of the finals, yeah, where he yeah. was like, like through two games, of the finals, it's like, this is what we want from you every night. And then, and, and the Warriors just don't have an answer for that. Like Looney's too small and they don't have any other, like you're going to put, elites on him I'm like that's, I think
3: Draymond is going to run him off the floor I think that's that's going to be a, well, I mean, a they and Andy's
1: right their answer
3: is Draymond
1: strength I mean Draymond I, I mean DeAndre, they
3: can do DeAndre for 20 points a game that's nothing I mean the, the issue I think is Devin Booker is is I think if he Devin Booker choked in the finals because he's young and he's not good enough yet but if he's good enough yeah. to ISO score well against that them,
2: was that was going to be my second point is uh, like two there is like Booker and Bridges I think are materially better this year in ways that will affect the playoffs. Like, I think, I think Booker, like you said, I think Booker almost got baited into a little bit of hero ball in the finals. And I think that, that, that I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll approach it the same way again. And their are just ability to have five guys on the floor who can score at all times. And you're talking about, you know, like you say you want to spread eight and out, who are the other four on the floor that you are counting on? If You're doing that, like that's that's sort of where the lack of a guy is. Okay, you got you've got uh, you've got Steph, you've got Wiggins, you've got Clay, hopefully. And
1: all right, let me ask you, let me ask you this
2: then. Okay, and that See- and is like you know, Phoenix's and is Jay Crowder, and that's a pretty good and, right?
1: Uh, yeah, auto, so- auto porter, baby. Yeah, um, I, mean, I'm, I mean, I'm really know, I like love, there's, I
3: love, there's really I love no Porter, difference. But. I, and, and the end of the day, the the best play on the floor stuff. So it's like I, sixty forty. Yes, I can see that. I can see sixty forty. Anyway, Sam, I cut you off.
1: Two two questions. How good does Clay need to get to come playoff time for you to feel better about them versus the Suns? And then secondarily, how there's no way to answer this without names, at least to me what do they actually need to add for you to feel like they match up confidently against the, the, um, the bucks, the nets. Cause like, let's be real. Like, I like, I don't, Andy and I don't agree with you on the Suns. Like I'm going to speak for Andy, but I think we probably agree with you on the Eastern conference teams that the Warriors need another player. So like, what, what are we talking about in terms of like how good of a player we're talking about?
2: So just to finish up on that, like I like right now, the Suns are my title favorite. OK, so I think like the, so that's that, that's where I'm comfortable. I think the Suns sure. are the best team in the league right now. And they are the
3: best team right now. Yeah.
2: yeah. And not just from a record standpoint. I think they are like you look yeah. at
3: president's day weekend. Yep. They just no one's games. better than Chris Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> that is true. Yeah. Corporal so- ball does not lose regular season games. That is true.
2: Slander. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, spoke, spoken I, I spoken I start, like someone someone who has covered some uh some uh some clipper some some clippers losses. Houston real and time. Clipper, we've seen yeah. a lot As, of at a certain point ball. you
1: just gotta you gotta yeah. lean in and just yeah uh, he's 38. You, you go yeah, down yeah. with the shit.
2: Yeah, no, I mean him him being healthy is kind of is, is a big if. But anyway, yeah. but so the play like yeah. they just they 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 need some. Size slash athleticism at sort of the swing forward or even another, um, even another like just center. I think, like, maybe you talk about the buyout market, maybe they can come up with like a body that that's that that gives them, you know, I agree.
1: A vet center, yeah.
2: Like, I don't know was I was hoping for buyout
1: guys to be guys who keep Draymond from getting hurt again.
3: (laughs) Also, I was hoping Seth could tell Kirk. What, what, to, you know, Kirk, Kirk, friend of the show, friend of the pod listener, you know, you can tell him who to, who to pick up. You know, Nick, Nick Batum, although the Clippers are in the nine seed. And you know, I keep, I keep praying for Nick Batum. I yeah. did all off season. But. I
2: think, I mean, I think I honestly, like that's, Batum is a little bit duplicative of Porter and Bielitsa. Yeah. Like I think, I think. Draymond. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you want the, like someone with a little more, like almost the, the swing forward version of, of Peyton. Okay. Sort of. But, but like that's, Jeremy Grant.
4: Like that's I too not no, like, isn't like, that like too Jeremy, good for
2: that? Like like Jeremy, like that well, who Jeremy Grant should play like, not who Jeremy Grant wants to play like.
1: <laughs> they've just they've just rehabbed wiggins Now it's like, oh we gotta do it again. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, like like yeah, like you're like a maybe like Denver Jeremy Grant, right? right. Sort of well, like,
3: I guess without is what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody watches or, or just or just Aaron Gordon. Yeah. No.
2: yeah. I think, not aaron, aaron, yeah i think aaron gordon is, is is like to get that level like aaron gordon i think i've always thought was pretty good and now that mm-hmm. i think we're seeing it now that he's sort of in a role that's not asking him to yeah, like like he had, he's been he, he's been <laughs> d wiggins himself no
1: no yeah.
2: yeah. you know um, yeah. who
1: can we d wiggins next <laughs> that's a, that's a real yeah. that's a real question like because the warriors whatever you want to say about them uh what they've done with wiggins is impressive and how wiggins has kind of evolved himself into being like a pretty substantial winning player who, who's gonna make the all-star team oh boy the process of him making the all-star team is gonna make <laughs> seth and i a little annoyed because people are gonna think he's a little better than he is uh, but, you know, that's is, is he gonna, is, You gotta see Seth's face I, I think it's a lock, dude I think it's a lock Sam sources, know. by the way You're you're right You're gonna be right Run through the names Like, unless you think Like, Paul George And Kawhi Leonard And no, those well, guys Those are, guys
2: are I mean, like That's what know, I'm saying like, it's, a,
1: it's a perfect okay. set It's a perfect storm For him Look, to get there I was this disgusted, Seth
3: Seth as well And then I saw what actu- What actually Was logistically possible Yeah and uh, so you're about to see something special. It, here. It's
1: not about him playing as one of the 24 best players in the NBA. It's about the reality of the pathway to get there, which yeah. involves the K Paul George.
4: And,
2: well, <laughs> no, it also involves like Paul George probably missing the game because he's, he's, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, trying to hurt. avoid
2: Tommy John surgery. Yeah. Oh, geez. Bob. Well, no, I mean it's, it's what the UCL is. That's the that's the that's the uh, ligament that. By the get.
1: way, hilarious! And in, in what basketball? What's that? a three month injury?
2: I mean, it was supposed to be a couple weeks, and it's now it's, it's, well, now I mean, it's a I mean, more weeks. Yeah,
1: but I'm just saying, like in terms yeah. of your rehabilitation of a Tommy John yeah. surgery to play basketball, what three to four months, something like no, that? No, right, he's
2: you no, know, he's he's not he's not getting TJ. It's okay. it, but it's but it's it is the injury that that has that that like sure leads to that oh i I don't know i'm not i am not a biomechanics expert that can explain why it's less less of a deal yeah less of a deal in basketball than it would be in it for you know throwing a baseball um but no like he's hurt and there's there's probably a few other guys who like dame is not going to take up a spot like he may he may get voted to the team somehow as probably undeserving as he is for how he's played this year um but that's not going to take a, a spot from someone because he's going to be out. So yeah, there's there's a little bit of a, of a pathway there. And then it's like, do you take? Is it is it is it uh, Wiggins or is it Mikhail Bridges? And
1: you know that those are. Come on, man. Come no on, one's Colin. taking like I, on, I do agree. No, but, Bridges is better, but yeah, on, a, right. on a pure right. no, basketball I, subject. But like Mikel yeah. Bridges is an average 19 a game. So,
2: right. No, I no, I, I think, <laughs> no, I, I see. I see how like in I, I see how Clay wins that argument. Oh, not
1: Clay. Uh, uh Ooh, Wiggins wins, wins wow, that argument. You're hurting our feelings now. No, yeah, no, but I, I agree with you. Like, it's it's one of those scenarios where Wiggins is playing like one of the 40 best players in basketball point you know 35 something like that and sometimes the pathway opens like no a warrior fan wouldn't tell you he's better than anthony davis but Anthony they davis would not hurt. tell me that it's true hey look man best the best but he's hurt but he's hurt yeah. and oh, yeah. a couple things break your way and all of a sudden it's like wow there's yeah. not a lot of high usage wings forwards who yeah. play as well as Wiggins. I can't like, believe we're talking about Wiggins. I just can't. I'm just, i trying. You know what? Someone's going to still get no, offended saying no. I, I hate him.
3: Well, remember, I mean, Seth had the Wiggins for Roko trade last year and the pick. Those were good times. Those were. And now Andrew Wiggins is an
1: all-star. Look, I, I don't even now, know. Now Roko's the undervalued asset. That's oh, probably maybe right. Seth's they, maybe like, they can get Roko. Wait till, till Roko gets another team.
2: <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, leg-
1: legitimately though.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, it's, but you're, I, I see your point though. It's cause it's going to be like, we're going to, the, the selection is going to come down to, okay, we got one spot and the, the candidates are Andrew Wiggins and Mikhail Bridges and Desmond Bain. And it's like, <laughs> who would I rather have to win a basketball game tomorrow? Oh, but, but who right. is, who is going to show up at, at, at in an all-star game? And right. Those aren't always the same thing.
1: No, they're or, not. Yeah. Shout out Desmond Bain, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Andy and I would both. Uh, I don't want to speak too liberally. I don't know. I'm, I'm I would a do a fan. lot of things. Yeah, I'm huge. I mean, we both love the Memphis
3: Grizzlies. I, I think we. I think we think the Memphis Grizzlies are the bigger.
2: Uh, uh, this is just the uh, arrogance
3: coming problem out. to the Warriors than any other team in the Western Conference. But
2: so I, uh, um, <laughs> we should we let, let me plant the seed because we're going to talk about memphis and one specific player on memphis with respect to steph uh tomorrow but i'll, I'll mm. tease that i'll tease that for tomorrow on our show because mm. i uh i i'll i'll i'll, I'll say staying on the all-star topic that uh my, my friend and fellow milwaukee and uh, eric name called me the other day we just kind of talked through he has an all-star vote and so we we're just kind of mm. talking through some stuff and uh We had we had some discussions and uh, I'll leave it at that and and and, and we'll 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 talk about this more tomorrow. How's that for a tease?
1: That's a perfect tease. Seth, we appreciate you coming on anytime, my man. We're gonna end it here